0: Gonzaga Nation SI on the Gonzaga Nation Media Network. Well, the last week or so has been an eventful time for Gonzaga basketball. Um, Fans have been clamoring for information on Drew Timmy, Julian Strother, Rajir Bolton. They've been clamoring for information in the transfer portal with Malachi Smith, as well as potential recruit out of Spain, Bobby Miller. So, uh, let's just break it down really quick. We'll quickly talk about the what has transpired, which I'm sure everybody knows already, but then quickly touch on what the back court looks like, what the front court looks like, as well as um, what the style may be next year for Gonzaga. So, first off, there's recent breaking news, uh, literally right before I did started recording, in that uh, the six ten personal. Versatile front court player from Spain, Bobby Miller, has chosen Florida State over the Zags. That's not too big of a uh, disappointment in my eyes. Yes, he was a good player. I think it would have been a nice ad. Um, But you're talking about finding minutes for one more player that uh, is probably will probably be deserving of minutes. Um, So Coach View and staff have a load of options next year on on what they want to do with doling out minutes. Uh, It's going to be fun and it's going to be interesting to see how it breaks down. But let's just start in the backcourt. Um, You know, this backcourt has size. This backcourt has speed, has length has athleticism uh, with the addition of Smith, has more sh- shooting punch from the outside. It's got scoring punch in transition with Hunter Salas. And it's got point guard creativity and Nolan Hickman. Um, and it's got the capabilities to defensively be maybe the best defensive backcourt uh, Gonzaga's ever had. Um, and that's saying a lot because a couple of years ago, that group was Suggs um, and Nemhart was really good um so it's going to be interesting to see but you know you start with uh, the point guard position nolan hickman i would imagine he slides right into the the starting point guard role i've said it from the time he committed i think he's the next great point guard at gonzaga uh he had a year to kind of really learn under andrew nemhart and what better player to learn under than nemhart um, nemhart's looking like he's going to be a first round nba pick um nolan hickman showed last year the ability to uh really be creative with the ball really be good in pick and rolls his jump shot uh, I, I think is uh, getting better. Um, you know, he shot in the 30s last year, but I think he's got a chance to, to be around the 40% mark uh, this upcoming season because he's only going to take good shots. And every player on this Gonzaga team uh, is only is, should only be required to take good shots because there's so many weapons um, that Gonzaga can look to offensively. But Nolan, Nolan Hickman, I think, has got a chance to be a, a really special point guard. Roger Bolton. He was one of the players that uh, were looking um, to see what their options would look like at the next level. He declared for the NBA draft and rightfully so get a free look, get some workouts, uh, see what the interest level may lay at. um, And then also maybe get some interest from some European teams, uh, maybe get some interest uh, if you want to go that route with the G League, um, but gain some more experience. Uh, But All at the end of the day, decided to come back to Gonzaga. It's a tremendous readdition to the program um, because uh, after his time at Penn State and Iowa State, he's played against great competition. He kind of was he he was an unbelievable kind of just slide into that starting spot a season ago. You knew what you were going to get. You knew what you were going to get each night. It was going to be a unbelievably uh, tough, willing defender. Somebody who uh, understood. I take open shots and I'm opportunistic when I can can uh, get to the paint or make plays and pick and rolls flat out. Uh, I, I just think Roger Bolton's a winner. He brings winning intangibles, um, and he's a guy that is hard to keep off the floor because he does so many things well. Uh, so that's a great re-addition to the program. Hunter Salas, you know, I thought he showed flashes a season ago. Um, you know, unfortunately, he was – stuck behind some really good players. You know, uh, you, you look at how the Gonzaga played a season ago with two point guards, a lot of times um, and you look at, you know, with his, I don't want to say lack of ability to shoot it, but his jump shot progression in the works. Um, he just wasn't able to carve out a 20 minute a game role. And when he got minutes and when he got extended minutes, I thought they were impactful minutes. And I think he's got a chance to be really good defensively. He's got a chance to be one of the best perimeter defenders that have come through this program. Uh, I think his instincts are tremendous. His willingness to guard is tremendous. Uh, He can finish in the open court and in transition when he gets in the paint. Uh, If he spends the amount of dedication and and fine tuning of his jump shot that he did over the past year, this summer and into next season, uh, I think that's going to bode well for him earning the minutes uh, that he's going to want because he's a guy that is, talked about in NBA circles as being potential, very similar to Strother, you know, you you see incremental steps, and then all of a sudden the light's going to go off, and they're going to make a huge jump in production and I think Salas has a chance to do that. Um, Next up would be Malachi Smith, the transfer from Chattanooga, I mean you talk about, you, you got The pieces Gonzaga already has, and then you add him after Strother and Bolton come back, it it doesn't get much, much better if if you're Gonzaga and and that coaching staff. Lots of experience with him, the Southern Conference Player of the Year, as I've mentioned. Um, He can play both guard positions. He scored almost 20 a game last year. Uh, As a junior, he averaged almost seven rebounds about three assists shot at over 40% from the three-point line and his his range extends well past the three-point line. I think the interesting thing about him with great size at six, four, he averaged almost nine rebounds his sophomore year in college. Um, so this is a Gonzaga team that, that the backcourt has more size, um, than, than a lot of previous Gonzaga teams. Um, you know, Nemhart had great size at about 6'4 at the point guard position last year. And Hickman's bigger than you would think, about 6'2". Dom Harris is is the smallest of the guards, and we'll touch on him in a second. Um, But with his quickness, his length, his athleticism, he negates it pretty well. Um, But Smith, I think, is a great add. Um, And from all accounts, when you read different articles and, and, and you listen to some other interviews, sounds like he's a player that just gets it. So whether he slides in and and is a starter, whether he's first off the bench, whatever it may be, it sounds like he, uh, he gets it. He wants to be a part of uh, a winning program like Gonzaga and and try to help Gonzaga break through to another final four and maybe win that national title. So it's going to be fun to watch him next up Julian Strother. Um, You know, he took his decision-making process down to the last day. Uh, He decided to come back. I think, uh, I, I expected him to come back. I expected Timmy to come back. We'll touch on that in a second, but, uh, I expected Strother to come back in different reasons. And I think the reason why is he tested out well with his, his skills, workouts, portion of the combine, he tested out well with his athleticism portion of the workouts. But I think one of the things that teams want to see from a guy that, um, is right on the cusp is, can you do it every single game? Can you do it, uh, when it's relied upon by, by you to be an impact player. And I think that's the next step for, for Strother's game is yeah, he was the third leading scorer, but obviously you knew it was Timmy and it was Chet, and then he was going to fill in the gaps. Um, it's going to be a focal point of Timmy this year, obviously. But can Strother average 16 a game? Can he expand? Can he show the ability to put the ball in the deck um, and quickly make the right play? There's a difference between putting the ball in the deck. And taking seven, eight dribbles to find a play versus punching gaps, one hard dribble, pull up, make the play for the right guy. And I think at the NBA level with unless you're one of those guys going in to become a true superstar, you have to play the simple game. And that's one dribble, two dribble, pull ups. That's one dribble, two dribble, punch the gap, make quick decisions. And so I think that's where um, if he can show the ability to put the ball on the deck to do that, as opposed to be just a get out and transition, finish guy, spot up three point shooter guy. Uh, I think he's really going to improve his prospects and, and and help his evaluations at the next level. The guy that uh, is also going to be in the mix for minutes in the backcourt is, is still kind of a mystery for Gonzaga. As a freshman, um, Dom Harris didn't get to play much because he was behind Suggs, because he was behind Nemhart, ayayi Kispert. There were really no minutes, um, but when he played, uh, he was very aggressive. I thought defensively he showed a lot of promise. I thought uh, you know, he's, his ability to shoot the ball, you could see that when he got comfortable, um, that could be a strength of his game. And last year at practice, before he got hurt, uh, he showed a lot of improvement. I mean, I, he could contend with Strother, or excuse me, with Salas this season ago as being the best perimeter defender. His quickness, his length, his insti- instincts um, were all right there. And then he shot it very well at the practices I was at last year. Um, And so it's going to be interesting to see how he responds and he accepts the challenge from other guys coming in and other guys having a year to kind of solidify themselves in a quote rotation that he didn't get to do because he was injured. Um, But a few times I've talked to him. He 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 loves being a zag. He wants to be here and he's going to put his best foot forward. And uh, I, I, I think we're going to see big things from him. So that backcourt is pretty loaded. Uh, it's impressive the type of talent that they have. Uh, the front court, uh, we talked about LSU transfer big man Efton Reed coming over from LSU and the SEC, originally from the Richmond, Virginia area. What a what an, what a get for Gonzaga. I mean, as a five star recruit, McDonald's All American. A lot of times, many you go into a program, there's so many expectations placed on you. And I'm sure there were at LSU, but that was a interesting, weird uh, dynamic of team. Will Wade has always kind of done things a little different. Um, And unfortunately, he lost his job because of doing things differently. Some people may call it cheating. Uh, Some people may call it uh, getting creative, but he's no longer the coach there. And it led to a mass exodus of a bunch of players, including Efton Reed. Efton Reed kind of had an up and down uh, freshman year. At LSU, but the potential is there Uh, 6'11", seven footer with good length, not an unbelievable athlete, but a great footwork, great hands skill set, someone that I think is going to be tremendous on the low block pairing with through Timmy and high low actions, I think then you could flip it a little bit because he showed uh, the fundamental base to have a nice looking jump shot out to about 18 feet um, where maybe he plays that high post occasionally. And Timmy's that low block guy, that duck in guy, which Gonzaga has always wanted and, and worked to have that high, low action. Chet and Timmy did a really good job once they got in the meat of the season last year doing that. So I think uh, Efton Reed's going to be a big part of, of Gonzaga's success this year. Uh, Drew, Timmy, what more can you say? Um, you know, he has a chance to be one of the all-timers in college basketball over the last 40 years. Um, he's going to be preseason player of the year, probably, I would imagine. He and Shebway of Kentucky, uh, they're probably going to share that preseason player of the year with every publication. Um, if, if he has a good season, Gonzaga's solid. He'll be a three-time All-American, and you got to go back to, I think, Doug McDermott for the last time you had a guy that was a three-time All-American other guys at that level that you can kind of think about over the last 40 years or so, you're talking guys like Christian Leitner. you're talking about Patrick Ewing. Um, it's a short list of guys that can kind of be in that rarefied air. And so drew Timmy, due to NIL rules and due to probably what I would guess, and I don't have, you know, full confirmation of this, but I would guess, a lack of a commitment from a NBA team in the mid-second round to say, we're going to take you. Um, Because if you know, if you get a commitment from a team to take you uh, at that point, you kind of have a solid idea of what the financials are going to look like. It probably didn't look like he was going to hit that uh, commitment level from a team. So coming back to Gonzaga and playing another year of college basketball with the NIL rules and allowing him to make a, a nice amount of money, uh, is definitely not a bad fallback. So uh, Gonzaga fans are pumped, excited to have him. Uh, I would imagine he's going to be the same Drew Timmy, unstoppable on the low block, great personality, uh, fun, fun teammate for his teammates to be around. The two unknowns in the front court would be Ben Gregg and Caden Perry. Um, both of them got some minutes a season ago, not a lot. Uh, Caden Perry injured his back early in the season. Uh, tried to come back. Couldn't get healthy, ended up having off-season back surgery. When he's healthy or if he can get fully healthy, he's one of the most athletic bigs this program's ever had. I mean, athleticism like Brandon Clark, as far as getting up, uh, finishing above the rim, he's going to become a fan favorite in no time. Uh, Strength of his game will be, rebound, run the floor, block shots, screen and dive type of guy. Um, but he's got a great work ethic and, and he's got a chance, hopefully, uh, if he gets healthy uh, to, to play big minutes or decent minutes next year. And then the other one, Ben Gregg, um, you know, he's kind of that throwback big that Gonzaga has always had in the past, uh, about 6'10", willing to bang, is a good post, low post player, can score on either block. Um, but then can also step out and shoot it a little bit. I, I look at a guy um, who played a little bit before me, was a part of that Elite Eight run. The guy that quickly comes to mind for me uh, would be Axel Dench in regards to a little bit of both, although Axel probably shot it a little bit more from the perimeter. You know, the other one maybe people are going to say would be Casey Calvary because Ben Gregg might be, is a little bit more athletic than an Axel Dench was, but uh, I think Ben Gregg's got a chance. I, I know he's got a tremendous work ethic, um, you know, from the people in the Portland area that I know well from my time living down there, um, they said the kid continues to get better. And he's got that kind of personality and, and that mindset where he's going to be a worker and he's he's going to leave no stone unturned to get better. So I would expect and imagine uh, you see improvement from him and he's going to challenge for, for big minutes as well. So last scholarship player that, um, you know, has to find a, a way to, to earn minutes if that's to be the case would be Martinez Arlowskis, tremendous teammate. Uh, This will be his fourth year. Um, He alongside uh, Drew Timmy and Anton Watson have been together now for four years. And those guys um, have, have kind of had that personality and that culture uh, really well together Uh, with that. I can't believe I, I, in my notes, I skipped right over Anton Watson as part of the front court. So that's my apologies uh, in regards to Anton Watson, but it's funny because he's on my notes, but unfortunately, I missed chatting about him um, because he does all the little things that don't show up in the stat sheet. He had a stretch last year, I think, of about 10 games where he did average about 11 points a game, um, but he does all the little things that go unnoticed. He does all the things that allow a team to win. Uh, he's a selfless player. Um, you ask him to guard. Uh, the best big this upcoming season, I guarantee you he will, and he'll do a great job. You ask him to switch and pick and roll situations, he can keep a point guard out of the paint. Um, you ask him to play at the top of the uh, of the three-quarter court trap zone that Gonzaga does, and he does that extremely well. He was a, a spark plug a lot of times in games over the last couple of years when he went to the top of that zone. Um, last year really was the first year that he was healthy, and I think it showed in the fact that um, he had that 10-11 game stretch where he scored it and he played so well. He played with a lot of confidence, played within himself. Um, I think that he's got a chance to, uh, he will obviously play big minutes, but does he start at the four? Does maybe he start at the three? And then you kind of go for a really big backcourt. Um, the ideas and the options and in, in the scenarios that the coaching staff has to run through is is pretty impressive. Um, but I can't believe i skipped right over my notes with Anton in, as I'm reading these and going over uh, this podcast. So um, the ideas or the options that this staff, staff has uh, off the charts, maybe on paper, the most versatile and deep roster that they've ever had. Now, I know we've said this at different times. Um, and one thing that you always have to, to err on the side of caution is how does it all come together? Coach Few has been one of the best in the country for the entirety of of his career of putting the pieces together. Now you talked, we talked through about 11, 12 guys that are very talented. Coach Few has typically played eight at times nine. So there's going to be a guy or two that unfortunately doesn't get the minutes maybe that they expect or want or think they deserve. Um, And it's just a matter of, you know, blending everything in a way and, taking your own ego out of it uh, for the betterment of the team, which is what guys have done for so long at Gonzaga. So for Gonzaga Nation SI and the Gonzaga Nation Media Network, thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, and review.